you want to light this candle? Yeah, let's light it. All right. Whee! Whoa. Sorry, we're uh, are broadcasting from the the uh, I don't know lifeboat Texas. So. Yeah, there's a fun down in Texas. There's a lot of water, you know, and you got to watch out for the you know, hazards, so you got to keep your foghorn going. How high is the water, Mama? Anyway, um, that's the sound we're hearing a lot of down here. So. Yeah, here at the uh, the south and the south-south locations of G, uh, GGHQ. GGHQ um, is pretty much covered the entire state of Texas. It's a massive operation. Now, now we're like GC, we're like GCHQ that James Bond hangs out. We're like right on the water. Oh yeah, and by uh, stroke of nature mainly, but yes, a uh, gentle but but violent stroke of nature. Can you be gently violent? I don't know. Rock me gently violent. No, I don't know. Huh. Hmm. Well, at any rate. Um, we're he- our heads are barely above water. Um, it's, uh, we're back after another hiatus of our own doing. Uh, we're kind of like uh, a torrential downpour. Um, usually we come and go with the seasons. Uh, we, of course, are in our... We need season number three or four. I think... Oh, crud. I think we are... Let me, cons- <laughs> let, let me consult the... I consult the Gonzo Archive. Hang on. Okay. So it's it's when it we rains are, it pours. We are getting ready to wrap. We are getting ready. Oh my gosh! We have one. If we, if we consider our season, if we consider ten epidoses a season. Okay, then there's we, that. Then we're considering. Then I would say we're almost done with season three. Now, if we're gonna say Christmas, I always always say Christmas was the end of the season. All right. Let's see here. Um, that would mean that we are starting season four. I think we are starting. So let's see, uh, BJ and the Jammer. Here comes the Sheepish Express. I love our titles. Um, let's see, Windy Beginning. Do do Super Duper Xmas Looper was episode Epidose Ten. Uh, Spooky Gonzo Ween was nineteen. Uh, Happy Quanzo Gonzica Gonzamus was twenty one. So that was season two. Um, yeah. Hoot Flump. Uh, fresh Glass Jar. And we need gold. Oh boy. A hoot gets you sex. Again, these are all these fantastic titles are all <laughs> download on iTunes. Uh, Gonzo guys, uh, GonzoGuys.com. Go to any, Podbean. Any fabulous podcaster worth their weight in gold, uh, uh, especially when you crap it out. We are actually at the start of our fourth season. So all right. So so in our fourth season, uh, as we come and go with seasons, when it rains, it pours. And right now, we're gonna rain down on you. Uh, with more tasty gonzoness. And you know what? We're actually not. Uh, we're pretty on. We're on a decent schedule. I thought we had a larger lapse in our uh, in our creation, but you know we don't follow a typical schedule because that would not be gonzo. Um, so sometimes. Yeah, I mean you can't predict the weather. I you mean, might you might get three doses in one month and then nothing for a couple months. You just gotta you know be ready for that kind of disaster. So. I would recommend revisiting our back catalog. Um, you know, or reach out to us. Maybe we'll send you stuff. You know. Um, yeah, we're so, like Don Harmon couldn't predict uh, predict when we come or go. No, it's uh, you know our Gonzo radar, Gonzo Doppler radar prediction machine. 
you know, um, in just in general, um, if you've been following us, uh, on, if you are lucky enough to have found us and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, um, you should know that uh, the code words you should either message us or, you know, comment on one of our posts. You just, you know, type the words, uh, you know, and let me think of some good code words. I don't know, a couple duck alerts. <laughs> Um, you know, that's what we're looking for. So, you know, a comment here or there, a tweet, whatever, however you want to get into us. Uh, you can like, like maybe if you tweeted us, good show, Charlie, good show. Or good show, Charlie, good show. Um, you know, the bare minimum we need. Oh, my goodness. We need a couple duck alert. Um, but, you know, if you get good show, Charlie, good show, the proof's in the pudding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would also work. But um, we are I'll, gathered here today to watch Gonzo, guys. That could work. Um, yeah, that also would work. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, you know, if you decide you want to call us Jive Suckas, uh, that would also work. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, there is a giveaway if you happen to, you know, catch that phrasing of any of that. So a couple duck alert, you know. If there is a giveaway that I can't express how unique it is, nobody else has anything like it. It is well worth making a little flippant Facebook comment or retweet or whatever you want to do to tell us what's there. Um, but yeah, a couple duck alert. We'll get you something. And all you'd have to do is do that. We'll get in contact with you and we will send you your prize. And it is uh, our giveaway. Um, it will be specially made for you. And uh, we will send that out through, uh, through some means that, I'm sure you'll get it without any shenanigans and whatnot. So, couple duck alert. And with that, we can. You know, on. you know who else couldn't predict when we would uh, podcast? Who's that? Uh, Dan Henry. Dan Henry. Good old Dan Henry. You know why he can't predict it now? As he did. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> oh God. Maybe the ghost of Dan Henry, but. I don't know. Hey, you know. Anyway. For those of you who grew up in Kansas City, you probably know who that guy is. And There's actually a... Once again, my email is mike at gonzoguys.com. There's also... There, there is a weather uh, personality in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth region named Don Henry. Oh, really? Yes. It, 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 it doesn't look like he had like a poorly fashioned, uh, stitched together face of somebody else no, that he no. wears on air, is it? No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be in a recommendation section. Don't worry about what I just said. Yeah. Uh, so, um, anyway, so what did we watched? Uh, we went. We, I wouldn't. I would say we went horror, but um, hey, guess what, everyone? It's raining again here. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Just so you know. Wait a second. Hang on. Rain's coming in. Storm's rolling in. Let me get. Hang on. There we go. Getting the boat moving here. There we go. That's better. So if you notice any, like, hiccups in the show... It could be the uh, frequent uh, thunderstorms we are getting. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. like, a cold front blowing right through. I'm getting rain right now, so if, we, if I happen to go silent, um, I may have lost power. Uh, it's definitely not the zombies attacking. No, it's not. And uh, we did choose a zombie film this time. I believe it was Mike's pick. So, yeah, and um, I had, just story time, kids, uh, I had 
um, credit from my credit card. It had like thank you reward points, yay! Uh, but I never used them because I I don't do that shit, and I I never use my credit card. Uh, but I have a little protection plan that bills me five bucks every two months. People like uh, kept wondering like why do you keep putting money into it? Uh, and I was like, well, I want to keep like action on it. I wanted to keep it going. Um, yeah. and, and that's just kind of keep the card in good standing. And, and also, uh, every once in a while, I would accumulate, accumulate these little points. Um, finally, like, they sent me an email, and they're like, all right, listen, all your points are going to expire in the next 60 days if you don't do anything with them. So I'm like, great, son of a bitch, what can I do? So I didn't have a lot of points because I never used the card. Um, I was searching through their stupid online store, which is just like a reseller for crap that didn't sell at like Micro Center or Fry's or, or freaking um, JC Penny and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, what am I gonna get? The gift cards, the actual gift cards to real stores were like super expensive points wise. Like yeah, I don't want to do that. So um, I was like, okay, well, what do we got in electronics? Because that's where I naturally gravitate toward. And it's like, oh, hey, you know, cable organizers and staplers. I'm like, nah. So I go, into, I go into DVDs and I'm like, I'm movies. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. And this one little collection pops up. Um, I'm like, perfect. Because what you see in those micro centers and fries. Uh, and it, like the best buys and stuff is you see the uh, or in the WalMarts, you see this super mega compilation where they just have licensed movies and they just all burn them onto like DVD ROMs and then they just like stamp them with like the old school like DVD, DVD CD stamper that you had in the late nineties, early two thousands. So I got this movie I found came from a collection called uh, Twenty Eight Hours of Horror. Ah. And it's and its theme basically is like zombies, but it's got some. Uh, it actually has some asylum movies in it. It's got um, it's got uh, everyone compilation. Always has always has Night of the Living Dead in it. This has got Night of the Living Dead. Shockingly, because it's open, it's it's completely public domain, so it costs nothing. Yeah, and it should be in the Library of Congress too, man. That's a, in the Smithsonian. I'll even go a step further. So, um, I was looking through all these ones, and I'm like, okay, what's a good one to start out with? A hide and creep. All right. Not only was that the first one listed, but it seemed pretty cool. Uh, this even has the pit and the pendulum, but I don't know who did that one. Um, it depends on the version that was done a couple times. It's, it got, it's the one with uh, Lance Hen Henriksen in it. Ooh, that's a later one. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's a later one. It's probably a little gorier. The one Actually, that... Pin the Pendulum is rated R for scenes of torture and sex-related nudity, and for language. Let me ask you something. Is nudity, like, what is, what's the difference between sex-related nudity and sex-unrelated nudity? I think if guys just walk around with the schwan swinging around... That's nudity. Uh, if he's with a lady or, I guess, another gentleman and they were uh, in... Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. They're bumping uglies, then it's sexually related nudity. So then that means, by your description, to a T, uh, Hayden Creep has um, <laughs> unrelated sex nudity. Yes. Sex unrelated just, nudity. <laughs> I would just say it just has nudity, because there really is no... It's really not sex-related nudity. 
Unless that uh, well, okay, so there's, there's a point of contention on that, but I would argue that it's not. So, Hide and Creep it is. It was made in 2004. Um, oh, God, it was made in 2004? Mm-hmm. Oh, that seems a bit late based on my viewing, but um, all right. I'll yeah. bite. Um, yeah, and it was rated R, um, 2004. It had a, it had a budget of $20,000. <laughs> yeah, actually, it they did pretty good for twenty thousand dollars. I'll give them that. Yeah. I give them a check mark for that. That's not bad. For twenty thousand, they turned out a twenty thousand dollar movie. So I have the IMDb page just for posterity because I really don't care to know all these people, and I needed to look them up to kind of help out. Uh, the one reason review that was the most helpful said it's must see for fans of Dead Meat and Dead at Breakfast. <laughs> Ooh, God, and we've watched. <laughs> And it was it went over like a lead balloon. A warmed over turd. It it did not. I was my pick, and that that didn't uh, that one just didn't land with the other Gonzo guys. It didn't. It, it didn't hit the bowl. It kind of sprayed onto and the that, toilet seat. To a certain extent, that makes this one. I mean, it was way better. I mean, they had a lot more money for uh, Dead and Breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, they did. It was a much sharper one. Plus, they had David Carradine in it, which obviously makes it better. Hey, did you hear that? There's thunder now, too. Couple duck alert! Couple duck alert! Uh oh. If I can find it. There it is. There they are. There they are. Couple ducks. Couple duck alert! Couple duck alert! Chances are, you'll probably drop out again at some point or whatever. Yeah, we'll see. If that was on your end, I think I'm okay so far. We'll find out. We'll find out. So, um, in the midst of this storm, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the story behind this movie. Uh, and I think we, we both have, like, some interesting observations about it. Uh, actually, we also had the opportunity to watch it together, if I remember. We did. Yeah, we did. We wa- This was a watch-in-person Gonzo Guys limited team-up special edition. Yeah. So, um, so let's see here. Do you, do you, do you just going to like start going through the movie? Um, we, I mean... I have, we, I have, like, notes from, like... I was going to say, I have just, I have one main high point that I would want to discuss. I actually, uh... If you are playing along at home, I did tip everybody to this movie um, before this this dose drops. And so if you are playing along, um, I did I called it a uh, the love child of and Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. And I think that's I mean it's not to say that it's as good as either of those, but it, there are elements of both and. Um, the person who wrote this movie, obviously, yeah, I, I think I feel safe in this. Obviously, a Kevin Smith fan, and that's it's not a knock. I just can see the influence very well. Who did Chance? So the guy who wrote it is Chance Shirley. And I'm thinking Chance is a big, uh, a big Kevin Smith fan, or at least a Clerks fan, if anything. Well, he wrote and directed Interplanetary. Hmm. Uh, which doesn't sound that great, actually. Yeah, I mean, it is, it, the thing is, there's some... Obviously, this movie's not great, but um, some of the jokes hit, and there is at least one strong actor in there, so... Yeah, um, who's the... I, it, 
it, we'll get to this, but it's a very watchable bad movie. So, very watchable. Who was the guy that played? Uh, uh, no, Chance isn't in the movie. Oh well, good for him. I, that's usually a Chuck Hartzell is the the lead guy um, okay. who helped direct it. So the writer directed a little bit, and, and the and the guy who's the lead guy directed it too. Okay, there it is. Yeah, that's usually a, that's usually a hallmark of um, a movie that may be of lower standard. Of a certain, uh, I don't know what. Mm, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's one of those things. This this movie is, again. I'll say is not. It's not really that good, but it's not. It's more watchable than some of the crap we suffered through. I would say it's very digestible. Um, I think. I think it's quite digestible. It has you its know, high points. It has its low points. And you know, honestly, I don't know. Maybe it isn't that bad. Well, I'll tell you what. I have notes because I secretly right. watched it before. You bring up. I watched it before we watched it together, so I have I have, have my patented bullet bulleted point system ready to okay. go. What we'll do is we'll do the bullet point. We'll go over your notes, and then that should cover the film, and then we can touch on a couple other things that are in development. I would note that I have a separate multiple movie DVD collection that promises over. 12 hours of zombie horror that includes not only this movie, but uh, Woos! Uh, what kind of spooky movie is it? You know, um, I hate to say this, but that calls for a couple duck alert. Couple duck alert, everybody. I wanna, and, and, and uh, once we get to this, we'll also wrap up and talk a little bit about the experience we enjoyed at the Alamo Draft House as well. Oh, yeah, we'll have to touch on that. But um, um, this movie is uh, on a collection that I also have. It was given to me by um, our correspondent uh, who is, you know, in and out of the podcast and again. Uh, and it had over 12 hours of zombie action, I would guess would be the say. And I looked at uh, Mike's package of movies, which... <laughs> of movies. Thanks. <laughs> Of movies, uh, you know, <laughs> that deserve one of those. Um, and there's at least I think all of my movies are on your set, and then you have more. So uh, apparently, this is a big uh, throw it on a multiple DVD set kind of deal. Um, anyway. Uh, I have seen this before on my own. Just try, I actually made a point to w- watch all of the movies on that set. I think I got through about six of them before I was realized I needed to do other things with my time for a while. Um, and this was actually one of the better ones on there. And so I've seen it twice. We watched them each. On, we each watched on our own, and we watched it together. So we've, we got a pretty good handle on this 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 turkey. Uh, so with. Without further ado, let's go to Mike's patented bullet point movie list. Bullet point note list for the movie. Ooh, all right. Well, um, so it's Hide the Creep. Movie starts out. Uh, some some guy. Um, man, you're right when you when you question the age of the movie because it felt like it was a '90s movie to a T. Yeah. Uh, surprising, it came out in 2004. Um, now, granted, it came out in 2004. It could have been filmed in the 90s and just took a while to get... Uh... Or, dare I say, was it a period piece? Anyway. So he starts off, and he starts rattling off um, like movies. He runs a movie store, so I'm, I'm like everyone else, instantly suspicious. It's like, all right... 
when, if a movie ever starts out with some guy on the phone, and if the movie if a movie ever starts out in a movie rental place, you know there's going to be some top notch snobbery going on about movies in general. And boy, were we not disappointed. <laughs> uh, let me just uh, because go back. he's he was like he's like oh you you're talking about European zombie movies. No, you want you want the Romero movies and. Harry. I'm get a little bit of it here. Ooh, spooky Ooh. clip of the movie. Uh, there we go. You get a little bit of the music too. Uh, Hello, Chuck Super Video World. No, man, all my copies of Donald are dead or right now. No, but. No, I'm not a living dead either. Actually, I lost my copy. I think somebody stole it. Gratuitous sound effect. Evil Dead's not a zombie. No, it's not. It's Kandarian demons that possess the living. See, now I can't tell if it's the movie or you that's thundering and lightning. Hey, it's Sarah Dead alive here in the States. Hey. Not from New Zealand. Oh, I see you want an American zombie movie. Uh, there it is. One more. Let's get one more taste of this. So my notes, I put, all the zombie movies are gone, so we got this. Anyway, he's uh, he actually is, and this is 2004, he still works in a video rental store. Like tape, videotape rental store. Uh-huh. In 2004. With some DVDs, mind you. They do get mentioned, but his shelf is a rack of movies, which, in fairness, they probably still... There still were VHS rental places, and there still are VHS rental places, just few and far between. But uh, this this is a setting without time, apparently. Yes. I guess you could say it's a timeless movie. So, yes. so I was like, zombie nerdy started a movie, uh-oh. And I was like, so alien stuff and people are renting movies? So, uh, so what happens? So this guy talks a bunch of stuff about that. And then, and then what happens? They cut to the guy falling through the tree onto the ground or something? Yes. Yeah, and he's buck-ass naked. Oh, yeah. There is nudity in this movie, and there's a lot. This one gentleman is very comfortable form and there is just um there's a, lot. there's a lot of penis cup of penis alert cup of penis alert uh oh hang on what's that not quite couple, we did, now i should stress don't don't send us a message that says couple penis alert just couple duck alert will do anyway uh so there's a naked dude in the woods yeah, and he gets up. Yeah, he falls down. Uh, obviously, he's been abducted by aliens. Which, by the way, if you take out the alien part, they could have had a movie. I think they just kind of throw in, threw in aliens for shits and giggles. Yeah, they shoehorned in some as alien subplot. It made no sense. It was like, uh, unless the aliens were, if they could, if they could have cooked up some way to say that the aliens affected the zombie outbreak. Then I would have made it more believable, but I think they just threw an alien abduction just just for shits and giggles, and and I gave neither, neither. Well, and they to a certain extent, that's the way I was thinking. Though they're going to say the aliens are responsible for the dead coming back, but they never did make the connection. 
And other than that, it just seemed like the alien point was in to you make comic relief for the one guy and make a anal probe joke later in the movie. So yeah, that was, that was the extent of the alien part. Otherwise, than that, it was a pretty straightforward zombie picture. For some reason, in my notes, I put he trims the grass too, and I, I don't know why. Okay, I think he picked some grass and things outside. Okay, I didn't know if it meant like he like was like a very hygienic and his naked area. I, I right now I'm confused. <laughs> but thank you for correcting that. I don't I don't know what exactly went on, but I don't really want to bring up the scene of his his business bouncing around. So yeah, it, it it's making the gods angry. So yes, they are. So. Some club stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the Thorsberg Gun Club. Thorsberg Gun Club. Yeah, um, these guys. I like these guys. With the red, they, redneck uh, Simon Pegg and, like, uh, the mullet, like, 10-digit wannabe. And then the goofy, goofy guy. Kind of a... The one guy is kind of a poor man's Diedrich Bader. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh... They by the Gun Club guys might be the uh, the shining stars of this movie. That uh, the guy, the yellow glasses guy, looks exactly like Simon Pegg, except he's got a like a a deep southern accent. I, yeah. I was I I mean it's like a spitting image. I might have to put it up on our social network. We might yeah. There'll be some more images coming up from that. It may be in the trailer which I have posted, so you can check that out soon. I, I will put that up there. You guys can tell me. Um, but the, the gun club guys are by far the most entertaining lot in the movie, I think. Yeah. They get a lot of good time. They have a good couple scenes. There's a lot of good cracks and jokes. Including this one where they start out. This and they, they kind of go right to the zombie outbreak, which I'm, I appreciate fully because I don't like them wasting time with setting up people. Um, they yeah. kind of did, but I, I like how they rolled with just like... It's zombies, and then they you meet people on the way, and that's that's pretty cool. So, for instance, like the the Dietrich Bader was like all, which who, who also happens to be in Dead Breakfast, um, Dietrich Bader. Uh, oh <laughs> I'm trying to remember who he was in Dead Breakfast. <laughs> he uh, he got gutted out, and I think he was like gay or something, and I think he like yeah, it was in the dining room. He got like skinned or something. Anyway. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the DJ Bader guy is like, here are the fees. Fees for this, fees for that, and fee for that. It's like, what's that? Satellite. And then it had a great scene where it's like, I, I get the Spice Network, which for those of you who aren't in the know, is pretty much what people use before the internet to watch porn, uh, on satellites. So, um, so they're like, oh, really? You've never seen this Spice Network before? Here we go. Here's a little bit of that. Shit. Uh-oh. You're right. Uh, Keith? Yeah, but What's the Spice Network? Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> bowling pin? I thought you said this was... Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oh, sorry, fellas. Uh, must be the generator's gone out. Oh, anyways, and the generator is way the hell out there because they didn't want to uh, like get the sound messing up with them watching Spice Network. So 
They send wait. they send the red shirt out there to go check it out, and yeah. <laughs> and he's the he goes ahead and he's you know he's gonna be a zombie pretty quick. Yeah, so. someone somehow a zombie chewed through uh, the uh, power cable, and for some reason there isn't a zombie carcass there that should have been electrocuted or anything. No. no. Um, oh, and so they spot their friend. We'll give them a little more of the hunting guys. They're by far the best part of the movie. Right. Uh, Keith. We ain't got no rock. Well, shit. Give me a handgun. No, see? We ain't got no handguns either. We ain't got no guns up here. They all back clubhouse. They are the gun club without guns. I know, right? Uh, anyway, their friend had been turned to zombie, and there's a bunch of zombies wandering through the woods, and... Uh, poor man Zedric Bader runs off. Yeah, and, and they split up in the threes to kind of, I don't know why, just kind of just for the move the plot along. And like the really, the the, the bird beak nose guy gets bit, um, but he tries to hide it, and that's kind of a moving plot throughout the movie. Um, and then and then while all that's going on, um, we get, we get, we get a whole new entire movie, like just out of the blue. <laughs> so basically we cut back to the guy in the video store and he sleeps in the store yeah some old guy's trying to return a movie and then uh he proceeds he he says uh i can't put it in the box and he so the guy gets up he goes he looks he he looks at the uh the inbox for the movies and it's stuffed with a bunch of uh religious paraphernalia and uh, they're like, wah, wah. So he goes inside the store, and the guy, old guy starts complaining about how there's black, like, there's, like, black on, on the top and the bottom of the movie. And uh, and then the guy just starts schooling him on, oh, it's widescreen, you don't know, old man. And it just like, started to hurt my head just, just watching the whole exchange. And I'm like, why aren't we in the zombie movie now? Why is this Clerks 3? And uh, he goes ahead and gives them an old movie that doesn't have black bars on it. And uh, then he hears a little something rattling in the back, and he's got himself a zombie in the store. Yeah, I'm glad they, they kicked it right into motion. And I like the way they did the makeup on the zombies, which basically was shoe polish and white powder. So, yeah, they shoe polish around the eye, a little powder on the face, and... and you're a zombie! Uh, so... Uh, he dispatches that zombie. Um... And he calls the sheriff, only to find out the sheriff has taken the weekend off. And how uh, does that happen, though? Is uh, it, like I'm not used to the country stuff. Does that really happen in like country rural areas? Yeah, I can't speak to it. I, usually, they might have another sheriff keeping on, you know, res- another county or somebody watching. I think, I think Mrs. Gonzo Mike was saying something about um, the uh, how and like in the country. Like, what you end up doing, if the situation like rises up, is you, you call the next county over and the next city over, and then that cop can come over and, and kind of help out. So call, yeah, Or you call it the stadies. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the sheriff in the town has, has decided to take take the weekend off. Uh, the clerk is none too happy about this. Um, he goes over to the police station, raises hell with this girl there, the secretary who's, you know, just hanging out. 
and uh, basically answering the phone, telling people that the sheriff is not there. And uh, I think at some point he drags the body over and sticks a sticky note on his head and leaves him for the sheriff um, in the office, which the girl then just sprays with Febreze or something. And uh, the clerk then proceeds to get breakfast. Uh, yeah, and then we're back into Clerks 3. And here is the breakfast scene. This is where you're the writer must be well it has got to be kind of smooth fans so here you go here's him ordering his breakfast hey honey you need a menu i do not need a menu i just need eggs over easy bacon side of grits and dry wheat toast okay drink coke pepsi okay oh no pepsi it's pepsi okay no <laughs> no, no, my dear lady, Pepsi is not okay. Look, I don't mean to be rude here, but let me school you on something. See, Pepsi, this so-called choice of the new generation, is nothing but a charlatan, a fraud, an imposter. See, the Pepsi Corporation, through years of slick advertising using glitzy pop stars and pseudoscientific research, have somehow convinced the public that their product is as good as, if not better than Coke. Coke, however, is the original cola-based carbonated beverage. The original real thing. That is what I want. All we have is Pepsi. You know, I've been somewhere else where they don't let you decide what you want to drink. Red China. Cancel that order? Keep the breakfast coming, I'll be back in a minute. Oh my head. There you go. It's just a little bit. Uh, it sounds like he uh, re- he practiced uh, the whole night before saying his lines for that one. It was a little rehearsed. And if you watch, if you go back and look at Clerks, a lot of their dialogue seems a little over-rehearsed and wordy. That's just a Kevin Smith. Yeah, that's Kevin Smith in a nutshell right, right there. <laughs> yeah, you you do have a, in this case, we you know, all, all things aside, I think uh, we have a, there is a... Uh, I don't know. I think it's division. I think I'm probably more of a Kevin Smith fan than Gonzo Mike, but um, uh, I enjoy his movies. I just, try to stay away from the cult of Kevin Smith. Smith. No, as do I. I enjoy Kevin Smith's movies and I enjoy um, his humor sensibilities, but he does have a fan base that can be a bit greedy. That's oh god, because they, they're over rehearsed and and winded. <laughs> So, uh, uh, no, the uh, the thing the thing I, I haven't seen Tusk yet. So um, if that's any clue, but he's he's also making he's making a Canadian trilogy, where it's that, and then the next one he's making is where these like preteen girls are like superheroes and they kick ass or ninjas or something. It's co- uh, he's got. Um, and I don't know what the third one is. Tusk is going to be Tusk Yoga Hosers. Is that? That's what it is. And then uh, the third one is going to be called um, Moose Jaws, and it's going to be like Jaws except with the killer moose. Oh, there you go. So, um, you know, and, and Clerks Three actually has been announced. So Clerks Three has been announced, and as has Mallrats Two. That would be interesting. I wonder what that would look like. Um, I forget. He basically has gotten uh, OKs from the entire cast, including one Ben Affleck. Hey, Ben shows up in all of his movies. Like, I I just rewatched Clerks two a couple weeks ago, and yeah, he was in that movie. Yeah. Um. But uh, anyway, they are. He's doing a 
all the principal, actually every major, every character you can remember from Mallrats, if you enjoy that film, which I do, um, will be back in this, including Shannon Doherty, um, even Suppley, people. Um, Not to get all too smodcasty, because I want to, I want to skip back into reality. But if you imagine that they will be filming Clerks Three after Ben Affleck has donned the bat suit, and just what what imagination and what you think they could do to kind of jab him for that? I I would be interested in seeing that. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it will uh, play out, but anyway. Um, that said, this person, the guy writing this or directing this, is obviously a fan of of uh, Kevin Smith. And uh, I think that was the the uh, main point of listening to that scene is what happens when you aren't Kevin Smith doing Kevin Smith. Um, yeah, so... That's kind of the point of that, I guess, is that Kevin Smith can do it because he's Kevin Smith and, you know, maybe you got to find your own voice. Find your own Alabama set voice. Yes. Um, and so... So, yeah, so he, go get, he goes to get food. Um, yep. diatribe about Pepsi, yada yada. Um, let's see. And then the, the naked guy. So we go back to movie alien abduction movie, uh, and the naked guy is just tooling down the street, and it's a great scene. I don't want to give it away, but it involves a blowjob. Uh, but there's a great scene in that movie that made legitimately both me and Gonzo Tim laugh out loud at. It so, is. It's- um, it's and, and I, I I'd even say that the movie's worth it alone for this joke. I mean, it's not rolling on the floor and laughing. It's not Raffle, but it's like it's it's actually pretty pretty smart and funny. So I'll leave it at that. There's a couple good, couple good laughs in this film. Couple laugh alert. Couple laugh alert. Uh oh. Uh oh. That means it's a couple duck alert. Anyway, couple duck alert. So uh, so that happens, and then they get back to um, oh yeah, um, let's see, the church. Starts, uh, so we get back, we go into movie four, uh, which is the uh, the doughy looking Santa Claus wannabe from Ernest Saves Christmas. No, it's not the same guy, but he looks like him. He does look like him a bit. Um, there's a preacher in the small town, and seems like a nice enough fella. The church lady comes in and like basically steals all his furniture. Um, yeah, she she's really to... flipping about it. Like she's like, "Fuck you! I know you're not gonna do anything because you're you're a man on the cloth. I'm gonna go take your furniture and see you later." And so she leaves, and he's like, "Well, I gotta have service later," and blah blah blah. And then like but... this grangy biker guy who we later see on, at another place. <laughs> uh, there's a biker guy who comes in, and he's. What is he wants some money from the church uh, to do God knows what, but no, we yeah. know what he does later on. Oh yeah, well he wants some money from the church supposedly for his girlfriend. Um, the guy's like, you never come to church, neither does she. You know, we can't just give you money. Blah 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 blah. And I don't have any money to begin with because it's a little bitty church. And anyway, so that guy leaves, um, but. Uh, is, it, is that when the preacher gets attacked by the zombie? I think so. No, uh, wait, no, because the, the biker guy like puts two and two together. Because like the biker guy asks for money, and like the um, 
the the the, uh, the guy is like, well, uh, I can't really do that. When's the last time you've been in church? Like the the the, the guy was like, you gotta earn it, and uh, and then well, you know, so and so went, his girlfriend went. It's like, well, I haven't seen her either. And then the guy like puts two and two. He's like, oh, that's how she's been cheating on me. She's been oh, cheating yeah. on me. And he's all like, ah, ah. And he runs off to go kill what you know, go do whatever he's gonna do. I don't know if he was like actually acting or not because he really he's just that trollop. That trollop. Well, you can't work the word trollop in enough for a film, so. Yeah. So, uh, so he finally like goes away, um, and then he just hangs out, and then a zombie bites him on the ankle, pretty much. Yeah, he crawls in from the bottom of the pew or somewhere and bites him. So, um, he gets bit. He hangs out for a while, being bit. oh god, I forgot about the cop. There's the weird special agent. And the sheriff. This movie, the part, this movie goes like too many different directions. It could have been a fine zombie film, but then they've got, uh, I got a special agent who's in town to investigate the alien stuff. Well, so that's what happens next, right? So like the guy goes out, and then like um, flip bone, flip bone, yikes. Um, so um, yeah, like. This guy parachutes on top of a roof of this cop station. After, like, the guy, Chuck, calls the cop station and says, I got a dead body. And the lady's like, I don't care. I am i don't care about any of this. And, uh, and and he's like, fine. And then later on, he drags the zombie, the knocked out zombie, into the police station. <laughs> asks for a post-note and a pen. Writes his name on it. He's like, call me about the dead guy, Chuck. Like, phone number planks it on the on the forehead of the, the knocked out zombie and then just takes off <laughs> and the lady's like you can't do this blah 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 and then she she rolls outside and then like some parachute falls on her head and then this guy shows up with like an army helmet and he's obviously like some he says he's like department of homeland defense but it's like the back of a blockbuster card is what he shows her <laughs> and he's got a green helmet and a suit and and like cruddy dirty hair um, and an ill-fitting suit. Yeah, so he takes the car and he heads to the cemetery, which Nick, which naked dick guy was heading toward to find his car and his lady, because that's where they were at last. So he's heading there. And the running gag is that he's more upset about losing his car than his girlfriend. Yeah, uh, which they hit. The, they go to that well a lot. And uh, then who else was there? Um, they all kind of converge at a certain point. The naked guys in the cemetery, they do the joke with he's putting a glove on. Uh, then he's comes putting the it on a glove, but it wasn't rubber gloves. It was food prep gloves. It's food prep gloves, so he's obviously... It's not good. And then the video store clerk shows up at the cemetery with the... Is he like the former sheriff of the town? Yeah, because a former sheriff gets called by the lady because the lady like dated him or something. See how confusing this shit is? And then, like, and then, like, he's like, "You gotta come." And even though you don't work for police anymore, you gotta be police now. And he's like, "Okay." So he rolls in. I guess he lives close to the fucking breakfast place, where the guy like left. You know, after after he dropped off the body, he got a coke, and he like <laughs> was eating his breakfast and drinking a coke. Who drinks coke for breakfast anyway? But um, he shows up. He's like, "Give me a ride." He's like, "Man, you're whipped." And then uh, he drives him out to the cemetery because the lady wants uh, her car back. And they all converge. 
They all converge. They those converge. The only people who haven't converged is the hunters are off doing their own thing. They're fighting zombies off on their uh, on their from their clubhouse. On their movie. On their movie, which is the better movie actually, and uh, they figure out like through a phone call that they're supposed to shoot him in the head. Uh, meanwhile, the preacher is trying to figure out what to do with his bit hand. Um, they then, I, the I believe the um, oh, what you call it? The army guy slash police officer gets attacked. I think he ends up getting bit by a zombie and being killed in the cemetery. The other group runs back to the police station to figure out what to do next. Um, <laughs> they found a pamphlet in the truck from the guy. It's like, what to do in case of a zombie outbreak, blah, 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 blah. And uh, they le- they're they trying to decide who's going to go figure out what's going on, try to get out of town. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the hunters, who are by far most entertaining, uh, the one guy goes home to his house and makes sure his kids have loaded weapons to fight the zombies to get supplies. And uh, in the meanwhile, one of the hunter's friends had who was bit, uh, who said he just got scratched from a tree, they leave him in the car and he starts licking his own finger and he's like, hmm, that that tastes kind of good. He starts chewing on his own finger while they're inside getting supplies. Yeah. And uh, Uh, proceeds to attack his friend when they come out and tries to eat him and the guy just shoots him in the head. So, yeah, they have to kill the kind of dumb. The, he was kind of a dumb guy to begin with, so they go ahead and he's killed before he turns into a full tilt dead zo- dumb zombie. And uh, was that now? Did they get to that to uh, Diedrich Bader's house yet? At that point, yeah, that's right. When that when he was parked in front of Diedrich Bader's house uh, during that scene, so he's inside giving his girls guns and telling them, "Do not let strangers in the house." And meanwhile, the guy's out there discovering that he has a taste for human flesh. Yeah, because there's a scene where he, where he's talking to his daughter about, you know, how to protect the house, uh, and he says, "Oh, and he says, oh, don't forget to shoot, don't forget to aim for the head." Oh yeah. Here and then he comes back. And says, don't worry about Ted. He's just not taking any of this too good. Well, Ned was his best friend, and he just got eaten alive. They was like brothers. Yeah. You think he got bit out there in the woods and we were separated? He said he ran into a tree and that's why his neck was bleeding. I mean, you know, I know that's what he said. Daddy, are you going to go hunting some more? Hey, sweetie. Uh, yeah, sort of. Can you get Monster Zink down from the shelf, please? I can't reach it. Yeah, in a minute, okay? Okay, that's all right. Gonna get it back from Aunt Vicky's. Uh, not till Tuesday night. Okay. Why don't you take all this out to the truck, and I'm gonna go uh, get us a couple more rifles. Uh, uh, there you go. Sorry, it's a little ahead of the curve on this one. Yeah. Hang on. There it goes. Left property, and they better leave. There we go. There. Not till Tuesday night. Oh, I went too far back again. I'm just not on my game. Here we go. This. Meanwhile, the guy in the truck is deciding whether or not he wants to eat his hand, his own hand. He's kind of smelling it, chewing on it.
tune on its own. say if a stranger shows up and your mom or me aren't here that my father's taking a nap and he doesn't want to be disturbed and that they should call again later and what if they come in anyway go get my rifle point it at them tell them that this is private property and that they better leave before things get ugly and if they don't leave take off the safety shoot them once in the chest and then put one in the head just to be sure and Put the safety back on. Yeah, that's right. Now, where's your rifle now? Under my bed. Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead and load it for me, all right? It's already loaded, Dad. That's my girl. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I love you, sweetie. Love you, too. Take care, Hey. I think, don't forget about putting one in the head, okay? I mean, just in case you do have to shoot somebody. I won't forget, Dad. Okay. <laughs> uh, have you got your night vision goggles? Yeah. Let me borrow them. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Bring them back. I will. <laughs> I will. That was my favorite part. She's like, she's, she's had that happen before. Before. She's just like, ah, fine, you can borrow them again, Dad. But I, just, I like the little add-on. Go ahead and make sure you shoot them in the head. Just, you know, just in case. Uh, so he's at least looking out for his daughters, who are no strangers to fi- hand arm, uh, firearms. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, I'm trying to think. There's a whole series of little things in there. There's a... Uh, Oh, he goes off to go kind of try to figure out what's going on. Meanwhile, they've left the video store clerk at the police station. Uh, He's trying to watch a football game, and he's got a little black and white TV, again, 2004. Yeah, because he stayed back at the station while they went to the cemetery, right? He stayed back at the station while they went to go back and get her car. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then and then government guy shot their tires, and then that's where government guy ate it because the zombie was in the bed of the truck. Yep. And so that that wiped them out. Uh, then wiped them out. Wiped out the penis. The penis guys got clothes too. Penis guys got clothes. Too. Yeah, yeah. He got he got, he got some. Clothes. Oh, he found yeah. some. He found a shirt and shoes and stuff. Yes, he did. So they got him clothed. Um, they go on to go look for uh, that guy's girlfriend and see what's going on in town. Um, leave the other guy in the station. He's trying to watch a football game. They're breaking in with news. Um, and they actually call the police station where the video store guy is, and he's taking the call like live on the air with TV. Um, and it's like just, it's really, it's like an old black and white TV, and it just doesn't seem like that would be. Anyway, it seemed out of place, but I guess it's not, you know. Yeah. They hadn't switched to digital broadcasting just yet, I guess. Uh, so that's going along. Uh, it's obviously a very uh, basic news set kind of deal. Uh, but he basically is like, yeah, yeah, there's zombies, but uh, I want the. F- can you just put the football game back on? Because <laughs> I'm bored. 
Uh, and uh, meanwhile, the hunter guys are kind of going around. Um, when do they go to the grocery store? Well, all right. So yeah, they they it wasn't at the grocery store. So that's one of the guys. They go to the gentleman's club. Yes. And that's where you see the guy begging for that was begging for money earlier. He was hanging out in that t- in that titty bar. Yes. <laughs> and that's what he wanted the money for is to go to the. So and that's where they end up shooting up the yokel guy because he was like, "You're getting too crazy." So yeah. because of that, uh, redneck Simon Pegg runs off into the grocery store, which is his own little social commentary thingy. Which right. I kind of didn't like the payoff at the end. I thought it was kind of lame, but. Um, whatever. Yeah. So they go to the grocery store. Um, they're just like, they're business as usual and they're just dragging stuff. They're dragging bodies in the back and they all have handguns and things. And, uh, uh, they shoot the one guy cause they think he's a zombie. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the, the grocery store, right? No, 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 no. They, he runs in and, and well, what happened was is like uh, he was eating some food at the uh, at the gentleman's club. It was barbecue sauce all over his hands and fingers. And he's like, "No, I swear it's barbecue sauce." And like and, he's a zombie, and they're trying to keep order in the store. And they showed like some clerk guy, uh, like with a baseball bat, walking in front of uh, raised milk and bread prices <laughs> and stuff like that. And uh, and and they're like. All right, this guy's a zombie. You're like, I'm not a zombie. He's like, you're not saying much. <laughs> there you go. He's bloody. What's going on here? Lord's trying to kill me. Thanks, I'm a zombie. Well, are you? According to news broadcasts, zombies are often bloody. What's that on your hands? That's barbecue sauce. And zombies smell bad. What's that smell, zombie? It's barbecue sauce. <laughs> I heard zombies don't talk. You sure ain't saying much. <laughs> I've just got her. Look out, everybody. Zombie in the store. Yeah, and then they don't shoot him. They just beat him to death. And you uh, you get that in time for um, poor man's junior Bader sees him get beat down in the store. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we left out the blunt scene where the guy goes through the evidence box. Chuck goes through the evidence box and finds a sack of weed, and then they have the obligatory, like, weed smoking scene. And he's got a giant blunt. I'm like, okay, stop. Uh, found a bag. Found a bag of weed and a giant rubber dildo. So, yeah. Uh, he smokes. He smokes weed. He's watching TV, and that's when all that stuff we talked about happens. It's not super crucial. Meanwhile, uh, the remaining hunter. Uh, goes back to the strip club to, I don't know, you know, kind of regroup, and he finds that the strippers have turned into zombies and are eating the uh, previous customers. And he pauses before shooting them because it was kind of sexual. That's where it's up for debate uh, whether or not this is a uh, sexually related nudity uh, movie. He's getting ready to shoot one of them, and there I think there's two of them, and they're both kind of like chewing on the same guy, and he's kind of like, man, and he almost doesn't shoot him, and he almost gets caught. They grab his foot, and he drops his gun, and so he runs into the bathroom, yep. and uh, seals himself in a stall, and uh, 
he's in there, and I'm not sure if he cho- he turns the light off or it goes off. Yeah, and this is like they're kind of adding to the mythos because they literally wrote themselves in a quarter uh, on this one. And, and the the new rule is that zombies won't like come in a dark room. Yeah, they hate the they hate the dark. They don't like the dark, which. If you think about it, makes sense from the standpoint that they were alive and they climbed out of the ground because it's dark in there and they wanted to get away from that. So I could I could see that halfway being explained that way. Um, so he gets the light off in the bathroom, crawls out and gets away from him. Um, meanwhile, and he starts heading towards his house to go get his daughters and. Uh, and it, go from and it, there. And it turns out that like the two people that went the that went back to get the car got the car because uh, the the one the penis dude was more worried about his baby, which was his car, and his car got jacked up, and he cared more about that than like his girlfriend who had been abducted. So finally, he's just like, I'm gonna sacrifice myself because they killed my car, and he died, and they got away in the car, but then of course they hit a zombie because they weren't paying attention. And then they walked out, and they're walking around, and then they they somehow stumbled upon, like the house, um, where DJ Bader was at. Yeah, and they the little girls like holding the gun on him, and he they he can she they eventually the woman with him convinces the girls to let him in because she knows him, and uh, they fight a bunch of zombies in the house. They're attacking the house in the meantime. So yeah, and this one it's it's important to point out. Um, like everybody gets their like gets to shine, right? Like like the 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 girl pops a zombie, the the not cop pops a zombie, and then DJ Bader pops a zombie, and everybody's all happy. And then the girl little girl comes up with a machete and says she took care of the zombies in the basement. But it's important to note that we didn't see her like kill the zombies, so it's. it's, it's I, yeah, I just, like what they did there. Um, foreshadowing on that part, and then. Um... Uh, meanwhile, a woman falls out of the sky into their pool. And that's the lady. That was the abducted alien lady. And uh, the, her former boyfriend is dead now because he sacrificed himself because his car got eaten. Mm-hmm. Or eaten. He got eaten because his car got destroyed and he felt the need to sacrifice himself. The um, woman falls into the pool. They're like, oh, hey, it's Cheryl or whoever the hell her name is. Yeah. And uh, they all kind of like, okay, let's all um, let's all get in a car and get out of town, and you know, let's pack everything up and get going. So meanwhile, Chuck's at the police station, just watching the TV. Like the police, the did you say that the uh, the news station called the police department and he was talking about how to take care of them. He tells them like, <clears throat> but he wants a football game on because they're in Alabama, and he wanted to watch the Alabama game. And so he's like, can you put the game back on? And I think eventually they do put the football game back on, and he's just, like, hanging out watching the football game. Yeah, so that was, like, well, that, well, okay, yeah. He was trying to watch the game on. The game wasn't on. Uh, some little kid zombie comes in, and he, like, takes care of him or something, and he's just kind of hanging out in there. Leaves a note that says, in case you guys aren't dead, zombies are afraid of the dark, so I'm making a run for it. So Later, question mark, Chuck. Yeah. And then the the other people drive off, but then the little girl's like, "I'm really hungry." 
Oh wait, uh, no. You get a scene about the alien lady talking about how she liked being probed, and I then know. and then the ex guy, ex boyfriend, not cop dude, is like, "See, I told you it was good." <laughs> uh, here, <let> <laughs> that was pretty. Funny. Give, me, give me this part. But here we go. How did I don't know where the towels are. As far as I could tell, you know, it's all very vague. I was strapped down most of the time. They may have drugged me a couple of times, you know. So, what did they want? I mean, the aliens. I'm not really sure. I don't think they wanted to hurt me. Like, at one point, one of them pulled out this long cylinder thing and started walking behind me with it. I was like, uh-oh, that's the anal probe. I mean, I was terrified at first. But then, when they actually started using it on me, it was really sexy. I mean, it, it really turned me on. See, I told you. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Couple duck alert. Couple duck. Wait, I think I heard a couple duck alert. I think I did. Oh, there we go. Couple duck alert. Um, anyway, so that was in the back. She was talking in the backseat of the car with those people heading out of town. The little girl's like, Daddy, I'm hungry. Can we stop and eat? And he's like, When we go to the next town, we will. And then she's like, But I'm hungry now. And then she grabs his hand and the end. Yeah, the car stopped. Oh, they, so you're we forgot about movie number four though. Oh, was, oh the which one was that? The uh, preacher guy. Yeah, how did he? He ended up meeting his end in one way or another, didn't he? He shot himself in the head. Well, yeah. So he uh, he he went to the lady that stole the chair's place. Yeah. And he like grabbed. He found some whiskey. He brought some whiskey, and then the lady was getting some snuff. So he bit her neck off. <laughs> we didn't see that one coming a mile away, and then uh, and then he like went to the police station to confess, but Chuck was there. And he's like, I ain't gonna do anything. I'm dragging bodies out there to be burned later. What do you What do you think I care about? And the guy's like, Well, we're the world's coming to an end. So then he gets a scene in the church where because they wanted to have church for that day to kind of figure out what to do with all the zombies, and he's drunk off his ass and he just basically gives gives them the riot act. And and then he shows off his infected hand. But then zombies come in and attack, right? And yeah. then he like pops a zombie uh, and and hits the bell with it or something. And then he yeah. and then he eats a bullet after he tells off everybody. And that that was the end of his story. Yeah. So that was movie number sub movie number four in the thing. Yeah. So um, so that all happened. And then like uh, Chuck, let's go back to Chuck. So, God, it's, that's the only thing I like about this movie is there's so many different threads. Like, Chuck um, was like, all right, they're all hanging out by, like, the some light in, like, some, like, like uh, area, right? So it's like, okay, they're not hanging out by me. I'm going to make a run for it. So he gets to really make a run for it, and then the TV comes on. It's like, the game that was supposed to be on is, was on tape delay, and now we're going to show it in its entirety. He's like, well, I've got a couple minutes. And he just, yeah. and and that was the that was the end of the movie, um, yeah. because he's gonna watch TV and not evacuate the town. So um, because of the car stops, well, we don't know what happened. Like, obviously, little girl didn't just like eat everybody and they're all dead. So there had to have been some sort of reaction, whether or not it was Deidre Bader like killing her, or whether or not it was everybody in the back seat like getting out and running away. 
I didn't, well, I didn't, the, I didn't no. like how they. Well, yeah, they kind of. I guess you could say they set themselves up for a sequel. Yeah. Well, they didn't, she wasn't a full tilt zombie yet. She bites her dad. Obviously, he, they're gonna have to kill her, kill dad because he got bit. Um, but you just see the car stop, and that's the end of the. That's end the of end the of their story for now. And then that's basically the end of the movie. Um, yeah, because he stays to watch the movie, and then that's it. Yeah, and that's it. Um, it's uh, it's a very, pretty watchable movie. There's just a lot of there's a lot going on for a movie that probably didn't need to have a lot going on. If you can get over the pretentiousness and the snobbery and the fact that they tried to have six movies into one, then I would say don't fast forward. It, it's generally entertaining. It has its high points. Um, the new twist on the zombie, like Afraid of the Dark thing, is kind of cool. And what we didn't mention is I actually enjoyed the music a lot. I thought the guitar picking and playing was pretty good in it. I thought... It's not bad. The music was not bad. and um, Or the score, excuse me. The score, yes. Uh, the music wasn't too bad, and it, it's a snug one twenty-four hour, 24 minutes, so it's not overly long. Yeah, I think our review is going to be about that long. <laughs> our, our review of the movie is probably as long as that, but we you know that's that. Um, but the music isn't too bad. Uh, there's a couple good jokes. The hunters are strong. You could easily get through this without fast-forwarding. Totally. So I think, I think uh, we, both, some, yeah, we both agree that it is a good... They throw, you some, uh, they throw you some boobs and, and dong. And dong for you dong lovers out there. So uh, You know yeah. who you are. You know who you are. I don't know that we do, but, you know. Anyway, it's in there if you want it. The dongs are in there. It's the dogs in there if you want it. So it's uh, you know. Oh, um, and just remember that if you want the special giveaway prize, it's a couple duck alerts. Right. Couple duck alerts. So uh, there's a couple of things we need to wrap up because that was a pretty good movie, and uh, I'm I'm glad. I'm well. I'm looking forward to the next pick, but I'm glad that we kind of got back on the rails with it. It was a stronger selection. So uh, who would have thought that credit card thank you points would have led to this? It's a good. It was a. It was a, a sturdy selection, and so we do have a couple things, uh, housekeeping items to attend to, and uh, one little uh, anecdote on the side. Uh, so um, let's see. Uh, so while in the same span of time that we watched this movie together, we also went to the Alamo Draft House and uh, went for a Terror Tuesday special, which is like $3 show of crappy, not crappy, like an old Grindhouse horror movie. It was like cinephile kind of like stuff where it was $3, you walk in, and basically, you know, any format. At this time, it was on VHS, and it was downtown. It was at the Ritz. It was cheap, and uh, the crowd was salty, and the guy was very knowledgeable, and we both kind of went into it green. Yeah, and they, to be fair, I don't think they necessarily announce what they're showing until you get there. And um, so the guy comes out and he's like, "Hey, this is the movie we're going to see first. And by the way, it's, we're doing a special. We're going to do a double feature tonight uh, for anybody who really wants to stay. But we can't tell you what the second movie is until after the first one." Great tease. It's actually it was pretty genius on their part. So um, the movie he announced was this uh, very low-budget horror movie from the 80s, uh, 70s. 1974. 1974, it was called, uh, the, as far as we knew, it was called Devil Master. Mm-hmm. 
and that is what it was indeed titled. So we watched this movie, and it's a, again a watchable, cheap, go- uh, a scary movie. Not so much funny, but cheap, scary movie. It features Ted Nugent, um, and his house was used in the movie. Some guys from Michigan. Some of their backstory is pretty interesting. Um, but you can find that backstory. The kicker was we go through this movie. It's like, oh, that's all right. It's a cheesy horror movie, low budget. Uh, and sure enough, he's like, hey, the, what we're going to watch next is this documentary. Um, the cameraman's girlfriend filmed all this stuff, filmed the making of the movie. Um, and basically they turned it into a documentary that screened for a while in the 80s, but then it just has up and disappeared. Nobody can get there. No, it's not disappeared. It's just no, whoever has control of it doesn't want it out. And uh, it's called Demon Lover Diary. And it has it is quite popular, I found, on the um, like horror rounds. It has been heard of, and you can actually watch all of it on YouTube if you'd like to see it. Um, it's called Demon Lover Diary. It might be better than the movie. The movie was supposed to be called Demon Lover. Yeah, you kind of... So the thing with the... Okay, so not to get in Gonzo Guys mode, but the thing with uh, Demon Lover, the or, or that movie, is that it was corny enough it, it it was like it had like a random karate fight scene in it that it was like okay uh this is kind of goofy and it had your standard horror stuff it had your standard occult stuff which we haven't really seen a lot of occult movies um so I, it was a good refreshing thing to see and the guy the main bad guy was a beefy long-haired dude and um yeah, it was uh, it was it was serviceable as a horror movie, especially a schlocky kind of trash cinema horror movie for three bucks. You know, three fine. exactly. It's like a bad. It's like a cheap renter at the the video store. You know, so all right, it's like okay, great. But what really put the and and it's true. The guy when he introduced the second one said that um, you know. You really have to watch this movie and then documentary back to back because it's the full story about these these speedometer guys and Michigan uh, factory workers that wanted to make a movie, and one of the guys cut his fucking finger off to collect insurance to help fund the movie. <laughs> it intentionally cut his finger off to yeah, fund the movie. and this like film documentary filmer film student guy from New York who is completely oblivious to the Midwest like agrees to film the movie uh and and it's just just like a culture clash like the stories behind it like they went to they used a castle and used actual knives and guns loaned to them from fucking ted nugent and ted nugent was in this fucking documentary it was it was he's not in the movie he's in the documentary um he loaned them in the use of his castles he calls it it's out in the woods in michigan um these guys, they were co-directing the movie because they... Well, I don't know if that's how it ended up. I think Don ended up um, being the main director. But they both wanted to be in control. They'd have stupid arguments over stupid things. Um, that took them, I think, two years just to put all, put all their ideas together. Then they get the camera guy in, and they're like going over time. They're going over budget. They're wasting days and not shooting. Um, they the, clash. the New York filmmakers are staying at his mom's house, and she's like completely opposite. And she's like, they they're waking her up in the middle of the night. She's very nice to him, 
but he, they're not allowed to tell him that they're making a demon movie. It has to be a cop movie because she'd be flip out if she knew her son was making her well-grown son is making this movie. And on top of that, he um, he treats his mom like crap. Um, so it's it's a fascinating like when he the guy I think the guy at the Alamo described it as a window a very like a a pinhole into another universe. Yeah doesn't exist anymore and uh it's it's really fascinating and i would highly recommend if you can find i'm willing to bet you can probably find devil master as it's called um and then demon lover diary for sure is on youtube in its entirety so you can watch that there it's very bootlegged around um demon lover diary and devil master watch them together uh it's an experience and uh the guy who's the director that uh in the movie uh, not the cinematographer. His Donald G. Jackson, and uh, he he directed the the elusive because I've been looking for it. The Guns of El Chupacabra trilogy, <laughs> and he also directed a uh, thing we've mentioned before here. Um, I like to hurt people. Yes, uh, uh, it was a documentary. Uh, well, they call it a documentary. It was kayfabe. That was his next movie. He he did Demon Lover in seventy seven, and then I like to hurt people. He did in eighty five, which is just which, like when uh, I saw was, that before I went to bed uh, after, and I texted Tim that and I was like, my mind is blown. And uh, which was also filmed in Michigan. So I mean, just to think how the like like it's weird how the universe like touches it us touches. like that. It sounds kind of naughty, but. So the director of Demon Lover did go on to do a bunch of other kind of schlock. Mm-hmm. Um, but the co-director, uh, he only has the one credit. So yeah, um, he dumped that tub of lard. Uh, anyway, the guy who cut his fingers off never did anything else. So, uh, but I re- highly recommend. Uh, I would watch the movie and then watch the documentary. I think that's the best order. Yeah, seriously. Like, if any, if 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 there's movie any kind of like like request that we have throughout the year, besides you know hooking up and participating with us on social media is, is going to see these two back just do it it's an experience i mean you can get you can get one on tape or somewhere i know D, uh devil master exists i think it's available on vhs at least or it's a you, it, you might the, be able to pull it from youtube too yeah just look around for it you want demon master and then you want demon lover diary not demon master you want devil master and demon lover diary watch the movie first very watchable schlock it's stupid it's dumb and then watch demon lover diary and your mind will be Blown, um, highly recommended. Yes, yes. Um, and they're sh- and they're both fairly short. I think total of them is less than three hours, so you could watch them both really easily in the evening. Um, that was one thing, and then um, in addition to the couple duck alert, again, I cannot stress that enough. Couple duck alert, couple duck alert is what you need to say to get this fantastic prize. Um, and multiple winners, so anybody who chooses to do it, so don't feel like if you somebody else posted on a comment somewhere on Facebook or you see it somewhere, anybody who does it will be rewarded. So, you know, spread the word. If somebody else wants to tell them to send us a couple duck alert message, tweet, however they want to get in contact with us, email us on the website, however they want to do it. We will take it from there. Couple duck alert, couple duck alert, couple duck alert. Couple duck alert. Now, now on to the... Um, other uh, housekeeping matter, which is we have a um, kind of a multimedia extravaganza 
uh, June Madness. I would say it's extravaganza. Extravaganza. Um, so basically, um, what we have come up with is a bracket system, uh, which you will see. Keep you know, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Keep your eyes peeled uh, for the full details. But we've got a we've got the teams, which are movie feature presentation buildups like the bumpers like the bumpers for the for like the movies whether or not it's like their theme almost um if you can if you if you're a fan of like the if you've seen the grindhouse movies with content you know they have the feature presentation that kind of blurs together yeah or you see the uh paramount like home video like theme and they say an hour feature presentation or the flying hbo signal or the amc theaters little animated opening or um you know any or you know like the wonderful world of disney presents that kind of thing yeah um, and now our feature presentation there's we've created a bracket of um how we have we have four brackets um we have some wild card plans uh what will happen is you'll have to watch the website we'll link to it from facebook and things but basically uh, we'll get that information out there. You'll see who's in each bracket. You'll have opportunity to voice your opinion of who's going to come out of that bracket and survive. Uh, those people who uh, participate and make the right selections, if you, uh, you know, make sure to drop us a line and say that you, you put it in there, we'll have some way for you to do that. Um, we want your voices in there, and then we'll te- we will announce and write up uh, the summaries of the battles between these uh, feature presentation things which are quite entertaining if you haven't seen them in a while. And uh, we'll have links out to their YouTube clips of them. And we will basically run a bracket like a March Madness thing. And uh, there will be a winner. And, uh, Are you hearing that ominous lightning? It'll lightning be the- our spooky winner. Wait, no, it's not Halloween yet. No, not yet. We, we'll get to Gonzoween in a few months. But... Uh, in the meantime, uh, just watch for details on it. It should be a lot of fun. You get to see a lot of things you haven't seen in a while. Some goofy opens. The flying HBO alone is worth it. Um, I, if I was a wrestler, I'd come to that on the way to the ring. Yeah, the flying HBO music. Which is just That'd be my there, Titan Tron. Yeah, and there's movie theater, there's movie theater opener openers, video cassette lead-ins, um, AMC, HBO, um, the classic ones, mind you. Um, and just in Cinemax, and some, you have the cable channels, you have the movie theaters, you have the home videos, you have wild cards. Anyway, it's about you know sixteen to twenty some teams. Uh, we're referring to each one as a team. Uh, you'll have a way to vote. Uh, we'll find some way to throw you some swag. Um, maybe not as good as the couple duck alert swag, mind you, but um, see how easy we're making it. Couple duck alert. However you want to get it to us, couple duck alert. Um, That's quacktastic. It's quacktastic, and I assure you, it is quacktastic. Um, anyway, but there will be some some swag for this contest. Plus, it'll be fun to vote, see who wins, and it's just fun to watch them. So, um, it's kind of a it's a big project for us. So, uh, we encourage you to participate. And even if you know people who don't listen to Gonzo Guys for whatever reason, whatever sad reason they don't listen to it, um, they don't have to. But encourage them to go vote on it because it can be fun for people who just like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and if while they're at it, you know, they want to go back and you know pull up a few choice doses, you could direct them to your favorites. We have almost forty to choose from, so you know, just you know, 
you know, go ahead and you know spread the guys. You know, write a review on iTunes. You know, follow us on the internet. Us on the you know drop go to the website even though we don't necessarily throw a lot of stuff up there but you know what we put up is quality we go for quality not quantity hell yeah that's that's the that's the motive and, so. and with that uh we're on our way out aren't we yeah i think that's it um any uh, should we uh, in the movie even in the movie music's not that good i got a bizarro song we can go out on let's go bizarro because that's that's basically what it felt like trying to keep up with all the different stories in the movie that they try to thread together um in the vein of weird uh grindhousey movies this is a song from a movie called the cutthroats which is um about um, oh americans and it's a nazi exploitation movie and uh but they obviously filmed it in southern california uh anyway you should check that out if it's out there it's available through a it's, it's a beautifully clean restored version available through a uh outlet called uh i believe it's either vinegar vinegar syndrome or i'm forgetting the other one if i'm wrong if it's not i'll post it online anyway they have this bizarre song called the ballad of jimmy johnson that opens the movie and i think it's a good thing to go out on so i'm just gonna go ahead and fire that baby up let's give it Just wait for it, folks. Hey, Jimmy Johnson, where do you roam? Your eyes burning bright. Keep in mind, this is in front of a Nazi, gory sex movie. The gathering land lies low on the hill. Time to load up the boat. (laughs) Ding, ding. Don't fast forward. Don't fast forward. Couple duck alert. Couple duck alert. Hang on. Let's get Jimmy Johnson rolling again. And we're, you know, while we're at it, one more couple duck alert, too. Just just for the (laughs) room. Where do you go? 
Your eyes burning bright with a fire of your home. All dreams were balloons that flew past despair. Beyond empty hope to dance in the air. Hey, Jimmy Johnson. Where do you roam? Your eyes burning bright with a fire.